It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the Jets-Bills pregame report, a game going on later today at MetLife Stadium. So to talk about it with me, break everything down, we've got the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all else, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, this has the makings of either a trap game for the Bills or a game where I'm going to be headed for the exits around halftime. I'm not sure which is going to happen yet. Yeah, well, tech- technically it can't really be a trap game since the Bills lost to the Jags last week. But uh, in spirit, I-, I get what you're saying. And I completely agree. Because uh, you look at the the way the Bills season has gone. Uh, they're kind of been rolling along for the most part. Of course, they haven't, like... The Bills are good, and the Bills are way better than the Jets. There's no doubt about that. But they, they've they played the softest schedule in the NFL. The The best team that they've played and beat is the Chiefs, and they're obviously struggling. They've racked up two wins against the Dolphins. They got a win against the Washington football team in here. They, they've got, like, they've played some really bad teams, and – you know they they played Tennessee uh, and lost to Tennessee. They played Pittsburgh and lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, they they played Houston and, and won that one big. But uh, so I I think that uh, you know the the Bills might be a little bit paper champish right now. Uh, people might be getting a little carried away with them having the best defense in the league statistically. It's definitely up there. But again, they they played bad offenses um but you know they're going up against the jets who still are not anywhere near good in all those areas yet you're gonna need to see more from this offense before we're reaching there uh but i absolutely agree with you it it could very well be a, a close game or the Bills could just blow the doors off this. I think uh, the, if the Jets want to keep this close and win, it's gonna they're going to need to lean on their interior defensive line to exploit the Bills' interior offensive line because that's their weakness and obviously the Jets' uh, strength on def- defense talent-wise. The intriguing storyline here, of course, surrounds Mike White. If Mike White plays well and the Jets win, he's got a chance to keep this job for a while. If he doesn't play that well and the Jets don't win, I would expect to see Zach Wilson next week against Miami at home at MetLife Stadium. So you've seen now there's a divide among fans. Some of them are really cheering hard for Mike White to play well, the Jets to win, and for him to keep the job for a while. And then there's others who sort of want him to fall on his face because they think Zach Wilson's the future. They want him to get in 
there right away, and they don't even want Mike White to have this opportunity because in their view, and it's a fair view, I suppose, Mike White is what he is. At best, maybe he's a decent backup, and why stunt Zach Wilson's growth? That's one perspective, too. So this is where things get interesting for the Jets on Sunday. A lot of people going to have their eyes on Mike White. He's got a lot of pressure on him, but he's got a huge opportunity in front of him as well. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I fall in the, you know, I, either one's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I do. Which, whichever, like, if you feel strongly about Mike White should should be the starter right now, then go ahead and feel strongly about that. And if you feel strongly that, all right, enough with Mike White, we got as soon as Zach's ready, go roll with Zach. Then, then take that. I don't, I don't think either stance is like dramatically, drastically wrong. Uh, and I don't think in any stance is like emphatically correct. Uh, I think this is going to play itself out. And uh, like, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, the college football projections that get released every week. Everybody is going nuts about, oh my God, I can't believe Michigan's rated over Michigan State. And I can't believe this team's rated here. These teams are all going to lose and it's just going to be Georgia and Alabama at the end of it. So we're going to spend a month and a half of everybody arguing about these rankings. And it's just going to be Alabama and Georgia like we all know it is. And you can go back and forth and argue one about Zach Wilson and Mike White in a couple of weeks time. It's going to be back, and Zach Wilson's going to be the starting quarterback. So uh, approach these next couple of weeks however you want as a fan. I'm in the same boat as you, Chris. I'm rooting for the Jets to do well. I'm rooting for entertaining football. I'd like to see Mike White do well. I do still want to see Zach Wilson get back in there. If White doesn't play outstanding, if White's just okay, I think Wilson should play regardless. But I'm just going to watch, hope for entertaining football, and see where the chips fall. I'm not really going to get myself emotionally invested either way as far as which quarterback is going to play. I do think it's a fun storyline, though, so it gives us a little bonus as far as something to watch for in this game and going forward for the next couple of weeks, potentially. But I'm not going to let myself get too carried away with it one way or the other. Everybody knows I like Zach Wilson a lot. I was big on him before the draft. I still am. He's definitely the future of this team. So regardless of what happens, it's not like anything's going to change that. So let's just see where the chips fall and try our best to enjoy Jets football. Because Chris, as you know, and as everybody who's been watching this team for a while knows, it's been quite a bit of time since we've been able to consistently enjoy Jets football. So that's all I'm really looking for at this point. Let's talk injuries. Chuma Doga is probably not playing. We know Zach Wilson's not going to play, but it looks like Tevin Coleman and Corey Davis will be back and Shaq Lawson and Elijah Vera Tucker, who are both listed as questionable, look like they're on track to play, correct? Yeah, that, that is all correct. We'll see, you know, be interesting to see what type of touches Coleman might get. Uh, is he going to stay comfortably in that third uh, running back spot? Does a Ty Johnson fumble open the door for him to creep back in there a little bit? Michael Carter's definitely the, you know, one at here. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Obviously, uh, with Elijah Vera Tucker playing the way he's playing, and especially with Makai coming back, it's really good news that Vera Tucker's not going to miss any time here. Uh, he can get back to doing, to having a great rookie season and, and be ready for when Makai comes back and can get a real look at what the left side of that line will start to look like. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's try and make some people some money today, and we'll go through the props and all the different betting options that you have out there for this game between the Jets and the Bills. And first and foremost, the overall spread. Bills giving 13. Boy, that seems like a lot at MetLife Stadium, especially considering the fact that the Bills only put up six points against the Jaguars, although the other theory is that the Bills are going to be so angry from their subpar performance against Jacksonville that they will take it out on the Jets. This is interesting, though, Chris, because a lot of points for a team that's on the road, I'd be tempted to bet on the Jets because of the fact that that it's plus 13. The offense has moved pretty well with Mike White in there. The Bills struggled last week, as you said. Fairly easy schedule. I expect the Bills to win, but I'm not so sure that they're going to cover this spread. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to start this week off with a disclaimer. For, for for a while, I've been telling a bunch of my friends that betting sides is is become too tricky in the NFL. It's, they're too good at setting the line. Backdoor covers all this stuff, and I've I've been focusing on prop bets. Uh, but for this game, I really don't have a good feeling for anything that's going to unfold in this game. So take this week's picks with an extra couple thousand grains of salt <laughs> because I, I like you, we said earlier, I feel like this could be very close, or it could just be complete blowout. It could be close, and then the Bills just like completely run away with it in the fourth quarter um and it could go so many different ways and i'm still not sure how good this bills team is but i'm confident that they're better than this jets team and then also it's funny because home field advantage you look around the league and it's kind of disappeared it's not really that much of a thing but it very much is so with the Jets. And you see that a lot with young teams. The home field advantage plays more into it. Um, I, I said all that to say 13 and a half points is too many points. Uh, you know, they could – if, if – the Bills could easily get that and have it by the end of the first quarter and go with it. More likely they run away, open it up in the fourth quarter. But 13 and a half points at home – Jets defense play better at at home again. Young team that happens. Thirteen and a half points is too many points. Uh, give me the points. Money line Bills minus seven twenty or Jets plus five twenty. Yeah, see, uh, definitely not worth laying seven twenty on the Bills for that. Uh, lay seven twenty to one to win one hundred. Just bad odds for uh, again uh, this team, but. I don't I don't think that that you know I don't think the 500 is enough for me to to lay that uh the 550 is enough for me to lay 100 on the Jets either. I don't have enough confidence in the Jets to win that to do that even though it's a nice little payday. So I'll I'll just pass on both of them. Over under 47.5. I'm going to I'm going to go over on this. I I do think the Jets will be able to have some success moving the ball a little bit. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be enough to keep pace. First half spread, Bills minus seven. 
uh, I'll I'll go uh, I'll go yet yeah, uh, over on that. But man, first half total points over under twenty four. I'm gonna go under as it's this. Let's go bank. Maybe if I you know do the whole like if every every uh, pick C every time in the multiple choice test type of thing going here. <laughs> so just flip it back and forth. But yeah, we'll we'll go there. Total points over under 17 for the Jets. Over. Total points over under 30.5 for the Bills. Over. Here are the odds for player touchdowns. Stefan Diggs, minus 105. And, you know, Diggs has been a little disappointing this year. Not putting up quite the numbers I expected, but, yeah, yeah give it to me. I, I, I think he's going to get one tomorrow. Josh Allen, plus 110. Yeah, just uh, the one interesting aspect of this game, obviously the Jets have been terrible defending the run. The Bills are not good at running the ball. They only, uh, you know, with Josh Allen's averaging around 50 yards a game, and that's great. Uh, So uh, that (laughs) otherwise Zach Boss and Singletary aren't racking up a lot of yards. I see Josh Allen definitely go ahead uh, and run in one of them and on a broke down play or something. They struggle so much with screens and all this. Yeah, go with Josh Allen scoring one. You mentioned Zach Moss. He's plus 125. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay away from from uh, the running backs here, although they could get them on screens for sure. But I like Josh Allen to run it, and I'll stay away from the other guys. Cole Beasley, plus 125. I'm going to stay away from Beasley. Devin Singletary, plus 125. Yes, yeah, uh, this again, the, the uh, screen is where I'd be concerned mostly here, but I, I'll say no to this one. Emmanuel Sanders, plus 125. Yeah, g- give me the Emmanuel Sanders ones. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, 120, plus 125, I'll take that comfortably. Michael Carter, plus 145. Yeah, get, uh, run pass or receiving he should be able to sneak one in Dawson Knox plus 185 yeah he he's returning and plus 185 I like that a lot that might be uh my favorite of 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 the day speaking of returning players Corey Davis plus 210 yeah I'm gonna stay away from him on touchdowns I depending on what you tell me on receptions and yards I might go uh over and have him catch up late but uh, I think he'll get a little too much uh, attention and coverage uh, to score a touchdown. Jamison Crowder, plus 270. Uh, you know, Jamison's steady, countable, reliable to to rack up yards. Touchdowns get to be a little trickier, so I'll stay away. Elijah Moore, plus 300. Yeah, give it to me. I'm, I'm a ride to keep the Elijah Moore train going. They're starting to find more ways to get him the ball to to realize he's getting open. Uh, I, I think that they can, at somewhere along the way, he can crack one. Buffalo defense and special teams, plus 330. Give it to me. I'm, I'm going to say yes to this. I know that uh, uh, I you know, I, I need to see more from this Bills defense against a top-tier teams. It's not going to happen this week, but uh, I think they can make one. Ty Johnson, plus 400. I'm going to say yes on this as well. Matt Breida, plus 420. Now, Gabe Davis plus four fifty. Oh, I love me some Gabe Davis. I, 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 you know, 
And I was actually like kind of mad at them for signing Emmanuel Sanders because of how much I love Gabe Davis. But I don't know that he'll see. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know if I, I feel comfortable betting it because of the amount of targets. Ryan Griffin plus 500. No, just on principle. Jets defense special teams plus 600. Ah, you playing Josh Allen and, you know, he has been a lot better at this. Uh, last week excluded but you're still playing josh allen so if, if you want to throw a little something on that i i don't think it's a bad bad plus three six uh, at plus 600 i i wouldn't uh suggest putting anything major on it but you want to throw you know a little you got 50 dollars. you want to see you can turn into 300 go ahead let it ride reggie gillum plus 650 already this this early in the proceedings <laughs> Is normally we get a little deeper in the proceedings, but uh, all right, uh, no, not not even at that plus six number. Mike White plus seven hundred. Plus, it would be really nice get plus seven hundred, get him a QB sneak in there. But now I I'm I'm gonna pass on that as tempting as it is. Tommy Sweeney plus seven hundred. Ah, good old Tommy Sweeney. Now Dawson Knox is back. They got they got a real tight end now. They can rely on. I really like this one. Keelan Cole plus 700. That's good value right there. Yeah, the value on that one is nice. Uh, uh, Keelan Cole, again, he's one of those guys who's who tends to make those plays. And I I love relying on those guys, not the the number one receiver uh, to, to get it, the guys like Keelan Cole with those types of odds. At plus 700, I'd throw a little something on it. Again, I... I you know, depending on, on your budget for the gambling, maybe not a full hundred, but go ahead, throw five, 50 on there and went, try to win 300 bucks with it. Let's not forget, Keelan Cole had a touchdown that ended up getting called back. Mike White certainly likes to go his way, so plus 700, pretty good value there. Jake Kummerow, plus 900. Yeah, not not enough for me for the Kummerow. Isaiah McKenzie, plus 950. 90,000 plus 90,000 you can talk me into it. Tevin Coleman plus 1,000. I'm going to say no, but this this is something to to keep uh, keep an eye on here, but no, especially since I already uh did go yes on Michael Carter and Ty Johnson. Brexton Berrios plus 1,000. Yeah, it, it brought up Keelan Cole non-touchdown and then Braxton Berrios followed that up with a touchdown that shouldn't have been allowed. Uh but I'll stay away from Barrios. So it is a little tempting, but not now. LaMichael P. Ryan, plus 1,000. No. Jeff Smith, plus 1,100. No. Sorry, Jeff. Trevon Wesco, plus 1,500. No, 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 no. Player total passing yards. Mike White, over under 237.5. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Give me the over on that. Uh, Pretty much no matter how the way the game goes, I like this because um, if the Jets are keeping it competitive, I think he's going to easily hit that. And if the Bills are stomping the Jets, I they're going to have to pass and try and catch up, and I think he should be able to cover that. I, I like that a lot, and revising whichever one I said before was my favorite, and that's going to be my favorite. Player total passing yards over under 281.5 for Josh Allen. Yeah, I like this one. The the skeptic the only hesitation here is how much they're going to be able to, you know, 
put on the ground. I, like, I don't know what type of game plan Buffalo is going to come in with here. They, it would be interesting to see them come in and be like, let's throw everybody a curveball and just run the ball this week. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case, but I like it. Uh, a little hesitant because of the game will need to play out for it to, a certain way for it to hit, though. Player total passing touchdowns. Mike White over under 1.5. Josh Allen over under 2.5. 1.5. See, this is what Vegas does. They're, they're very good because you're like, 1.5. Two's not a lot to ask for. Um, give me the over on Josh, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bank on at least a late one pushing Mike White over, too. So give me the over on both of them. Player total rushing yards, Josh Allen, 32.5. Oh, yeah, give me give me that. Uh, I, li- I really like that. Um, again, Bill's, Bill's rushing offense, not that great. Uh, and then the Jets' rushing defense is bottom of the league. So I, I, I think that it would be good-wise for them. And then Josh Allen just – he can do that on any against any team on any given play, break down and just run. He can get that all in one play. So yeah, I like that. Player total rushing yards, Michael Carter, over under 40.5. Yeah. You know, I, again, Buffalo's defense is only allowing 85.6 yards per carry. All right, per uh that that would be very bad if it was per carry. Uh per game. So, but they haven't uh, that's but that's not a lot of yards. I don't feel good about it, but I'll go over. Player total rushing yards. Devin Singletary over under forty five point five. Again, I don't feel good about this. I feel better about it than Michael Carter one, but don't feel great about it because I don't know exactly how the Bills going to go about this game. But I'd go over here. I, it, it's going to be hard for, to get me to bet on the running back going uh taking an under on running backs against this Jets rush defense now player total receiving yards Michael Carter over under 28.5 yeah I feel better about this give me the over on this I I think that they can he can get some screens going uh more comfortably than the run player total receiving yards Jamison Crowder over under 42.5 I like it. I like it a lot. Give me the over on that. Player total receiving yards. Ryan Griffin over under 17.5. 17.5. Oh, man. Oh, dude. Like, just just 18 yards. You want to bet on somebody because it's just 18 yards. But again, just off principle now. Over under total receiving yards. Corey Davis, 44.5. 44.5. See, if this now is this is if Zach Wilson was starting, I would definitely go over there and I would do the thing where I say, you know, I'm banking on at, at very least the fourth quarter coming through with it. I don't know that Mike White's going to focus and try to force it the same, but still over the course of the game and fourth quarter, I'm going to go over on it. Although I would like it more if Zach Wilson was playing. Over under total receiving yards, Cole Beasley, 51.5. 51.5 I guess knows what they're doing man uh, I'm, I'm gonna go under on that I, I don't feel great about it though total receiving yards Stefan Diggs over under 74.5 yeah again Diggs Diggs is not having the year I expected him to but I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he, he can get over that there give me the over on it 
Total receiving yards over under 49.5 for Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, give me give me that one. That that's that's my favorite of uh the Bills receivers uh overs. Total receiving yards over under 34.5 for Dawson Knox. Yeah, I love that one too. Love it. Over. Now to close out the show, we'll get our picks for the week from our friend Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com. Walter, welcome back to the show, sir. Thanks, Scott. Going to begin with the Jets as usual. They're 13-point home underdogs to the Bills this week. I like Buffalo to bounce back. Uh, Buffalo's coming off a humiliating loss to the Jaguars, and I like betting good teams coming off embarrassing losses. Uh, the Bills are going to be focused. They're also going to have some players coming back from injury. So they were down two starting offensive linemen and their tight end against the Jaguars. Uh, they're getting the right tackle and tight end back, so they're going to be stronger this week, and they're going to be more focused in the divisional matchup uh, coming off that embarrassing loss. Uh, the, the Jets with Mike White have looked a lot better. Mike White has has looked pretty good so far in in limited action, but he hasn't faced the team uh, with a with a high pressure rate like the Bills. Uh, the Bills are going to bring a ton of pressure to Mike White, and I think his inexperience could really cost him here with some turnovers. Uh, so I expect the Bills to win by more than two touchdowns. Uh, so in other games this week, uh, staying in the AFC East, I like the Browns uh, to upset the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are favored by two and a half points, which I don't really understand. It wasn't that long ago that the Cowboys were three-and-a-half-point favorites at New England. Now the Browns are two-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, I don't think there's a six-point difference between the Cowboys and the Browns. I actually think they're pretty close, so I think Cleveland should be favored. Also, uh, the Patriots are going to be down uh, two, uh, their, uh, two of their top running backs, actually three if you include James White. So they're going to be counting on Brandon Bolden, J.J. Taylor, even Johnny Smith to run the ball against Cleveland. Um, the Browns are not going to be threatened by this at all. Uh, the Browns have one of the top defenses in the NFL, and I like picking good defenses, or great defenses rather, uh, playing against one-dimensional offenses. Uh, so I, I think the Browns are, are a good play here, especially with the Patriots looking ahead to Thursday night. Uh, I also like the Cowboys to bounce back. Uh, this is another situation where uh, a good team is embarrassed so I think they're going to uh, rebound with a big win. Uh, they're nine point home favorites against the Falcons so the Falcons have played some really bad uh, quarterbacks so far this year. Uh, outside of Tom Brady, they played against Jalen Hurts, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, uh, Taylor Haneke, Zach Wilson, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, Sam Darnold, and uh, and uh, Trevor Simeon this year, and and yet they're ranked in the bottom ten of pass defense. So the Cowboys, who are going to be more focused, are going to be able to throw all over Atlanta. Uh, and Atlanta can't pass protect, so they're going to see a lot of pressure. Matt Ryan uh, could have a bad game, so I like the Cowboys to win going away. Um, in the late afternoon slate, I like the Eagles uh, plus one and a half now uh, against the Broncos. Uh, try to get to plus three if you can. Uh, but either way, I like the Eagles to upset the Broncos. Denver is a mess uh, with their injuries. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be missing three starting offensive linemen, their top two edge rushers, their top two inside linebackers, and two starting cornerbacks. Uh, and the Eagles, this is a must win for them. Uh, they're a game and a half out of the final wild card spot, uh, with the Falcons being that final wild card spot, and and they they. They've beaten the Falcons already. So with a win, they're going to be back in it. Uh, with a loss, they're basically eliminated. So at three and seven. So this is a this is a must win for them. Uh, meanwhile, Denver's uh, coming off a big a big upset win against the Cowboys. Now they're home favorites. I, I don't think they're going to be as focused as the Eagles. Finally, I like the Panthers uh, plus ten uh, against the Cardinals. So uh, as I'm saying this, we don't know if Kyler Murray's going to play or not. Uh, and I imagine we'll know by the time uh, people are listening to this. Uh, but if Murray plays, he's not. 
going to be 100%, and I, I don't I, – I like going against uh, injured quarterbacks, as we saw last week with Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. Uh, so Murray is an injured quarterback. is going to be a good fade. If, if uh, Murray sits and is Colt McCoy, uh, Colt McCoy should not be a 10-point favorite against anyone. Uh, Scott, it could be me, you, and nine other guys, and Colt McCoy shouldn't be a 10-point favorite against us. So I, I, like, I like Carolina. Uh, I know they're starting Phil Walker, but I like good teams playing their backup quarterbacks. So I think Carolina is going to be competitive this week. Uh, so those, those are the WalzerFootball.com Week 10 picks. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Walter. Make sure you check out everything they're doing at WalterFootball.com. A lot of draft content, plenty of gambling and fantasy. It's all there right now, and it's constantly being updated. WalterFootball.com. And check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Lots of film breakdowns. There are going to be plenty of them after the game from Luke Grant. Kayla Pace has her commentaries, Pace's playbook, so make sure that you check those out. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes for the podcast yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.